Thursday we started off a series on understanding who a spiritual father is. Praise God. And I promised to delve a little bit deep into um, the word today by God's special grace, being able to demystify certain things. And um, I made us understand last week Thursday that there is nothing wrong in having a spiritual father. Praise God. There is nothing absolutely wrong in looking up to your pastor as a spiritual father. Another word for it is, you know, in the secular world, they are seen as life coach. Am I communicating? They are seen as life coach. So, who is a father in the faith? Amen. Paul rightly said in the scriptures that we have uh, many mentors, thousands of mentors, hundreds of mentors. He said, but we have only one father in faith. Amen. And I try to make us understand that your father in the faith is the right man that god passes through to feed you spiritually you can have mentors out there you 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 can have pastors once in a while that speak into your life you know they 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 go past you. you 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 don't have a last longing relationship with them you know but a spiritual father is one that has that that type of supervision over your um spiritual life over your well-being you know your spiritual father it looks out for you cares about you how you feel he checks up on you he calls you even when you don't call him you know he looks at you from the aspect of a father he knows that you are not too strong he knows that you are not too, too, too energized. Praise God. He knows also that you are go- going through a process. Praise God. He knows also that you are, you are experiencing certain challenges. And he will always be there to encourage you. Even when he himself is not strong, he want to make sure that everybody is strong. Can I get your Amen. So that spiritual father, that man, that woman or spiritual mother that looks out after you, it is a great thing, just like Apostle Paul said. He said, they watch over your soul. They watch over your soul. One example I'm going to be using as we proceed in these lectures Uh, this training this bible study this particular topic is one character in the bible is moses amen moses was a leader a prophet and in the time of need everyone in the kingdom looks up to him when there is no food 
Moses when there is no water for them to drink Moses and Moses was that figure that God uses to depict his love for us amen you know it is quite interesting that the pattern that God has put in place many times some biblical teachers tend to water it down when they water it down when they when they try to bring principles and some kind of teachings that are not you know in a way a perverted truth it tends to water down the principles and the structures that god has put in place i brought up an example last week thursday between eli and little boy samuel when god called samuel samuel heard the voice of eli the question you will ask yourself is it that god does not have an identity of himself must god use people to talk to people yes god have to pass through that procedure that process why because it's a laid down principle that he jehovah has set in motion the bible says for god is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in what in spirit and in truth and you know that 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 for 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 a spirit to have access here on earth they need a body because god created the earth not for spirits god created the earth for man am i communicating with somebody god created the earth for man to have his place so anytime there must be a connection or a typical contact a man has to be used as god's representative that's how the great prophets in the bible they came to be because they are called god's mouthpiece they are there to speak they are there to declare what god wants at every and each time amen so moses was one of those that god used as a fatherly figure to the israelites that was why when the israelites they sinned against god and complained and murmured god told moses he said get thee out of them so i will destroy this whole nation and i will make for you a new nation god has the power to destroy every one of them and has you has the power also to create a new one for moses to lead and when god said that the fatherly grace of moses spoke up a spiritual father is that man that would never allow his members to go down even in the face of challenges he will still be there with you he's always there with you even in the place of no hope He's always there 
hallelujah and you must understand that the ability of your spiritual father is so heavy and weighty because the burden of responsibility resides on your spiritual father hallelujah the most significant difference between a mentor and a spiritual father is that a mentor generally speaking guides the mentee through a particular phase of life a spiritual father focuses on the spiritual enrichment and development of the child through their life and has a closer what relationship that's why sometimes I, I i i i find it so funny when someone says oh i have spiritual sons and i have spiritual daughters and you don't have relationship with any of them that's my spiritual daughter that's my spiritual son now it is not a popularity context it is more of responsibility somebody came to me and said to me and say i want you i want you to be my spiritual father and i said hold on I said it doesn't come that way it is not about what you want or what you desire am i communicating with somebody is it because it is a very deep responsibility to be responsible for your fellow human being do you know that there is something they call undertaking when you sign undertaking let's say maybe you you threaten somebody and threaten the life of the person and you were brought into the station and they said okay fine no problem but you have to sign undertaking that whatsoever happened to this person we will hold you now the moment you pick up that mantle as a pastor and you accept to lead god's people you are responsible for them that's why sometimes when i hear people say god has called me <laughs> When I look at them, I say, if only they know. If only they know. Because this job as a pastor is not the type that you will do. People will praise you. People will praise you. People will crucify you. They will attack your character. They will attack your personality. They will attack everything attackable. Satan will use everything that he can lay hands on to launch attack against you that's why the scripture said it says strike the shepherd who is the shepherd the father of the house 
strike the shepherd he said the sheep will scatter why is it that the sheep will scatter because the sheep does not have the ability to hold themselves they need a shepherd they need a father somebody to tell them hey okay this is the way let's go praise god paul said follow me as i follow christ So we got to understand. The Apostle Paul say, mark those that lead, those leaders. Honor them in the church. Honor those leaders in the church. Praise God. We got to really open up our spirit to really understand what God really wants us to do. The church is, is gradually losing its thirst. The thirst of genuity. If the Bible said that the fear of God, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom so the moment the church starts strolling out of the fear of god wisdom start leaving the church gradually wisdom start leaving our homes gradually why because the fear of elohim is no longer in the church Lift up your right hand, say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I receive the wisdom for greater heights. In the name of Jesus. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, from today, I put inside of me the fear of the Lord. God was willing to destroy the people and keep Moses alive. The Bible said that the, 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 the speed at which Moses said to God himself, he said, no, do, you would do no such evil. The Bible said, in him proceeded no evil. But Moses, from the perspective of a father, saw the children of Israel as his flocks and as a shepherd he must protect them even from God himself sometimes you imagine how you just need to protect your children even from yourself sometimes you wonder how you just have to protect yourself even from yourself because I know that the greatest person that can destroy you is you. And Moses shielded the children of Israel and told God and said, Listen, you will do no such thing. What will the hidden say? That you took them out of Egypt? You brought them to the wilderness. You could not give them what you promised them. And you killed every one of them. In the wilderness and the bible said that god heard moses 
And you know what happened? The Bible said God repented of his action. Hallelujah. Praise God. God repented of his action. That tells you that a father is an intercessor. Every spiritual father, I don't mean the backyard spiritual fathers. Every genuine pastor that is a spiritual father is a matured intercessor. Moses was one of the intercessors I respected the Bible. When the children of Israel sinned also against God and God sent serpents to bite them and kill them because of their too much talk too much. What did Moses do? Moses told Aaron, Aaron, get the incense. They got the incense and they went in and interceded on behalf of the children of Israel. And the Bible said the plague stayed. A spiritual father is not an easy joke. Before a man comes up, or you can look at somebody in their eyes and say, you are my spiritual father. You should ask yourself a few questions. Number one, will I be able to listen to him? Number two, will my opinion override his own opinion? <laughs> Praise God. Number three, am I willing to let go of everything by his word? Number four, will I be able to respect him? Irrespective of age, financial situations, material possessions, can I honor him enough that when that time comes, my honor is tested? Can it stand the test of time? questions you need to ask yourself because these days it has become a fashion pastors are claiming sons and daughters sons and daughters are claiming fathers it's now a fashion if you are not a rich pastor you can't be my father in the lord it's now a fashion that because your pastor that feeds you day and night that prays for you day and night maybe his church is not yet 2,000 members now you are looking to brag with a pastor that has been on the scene for many years God is in fact that pastor does not know you praise God but you are bragging with him telling people that he is my father in the Lord and they ask you uh, so what church do you attend you say <laughs> I attend that little church there by the corner of the road so what is connecting you between Canada and Dallas. So what is connecting you between Toronto and Lagos, Nigeria? Yeah, no, you see, I just love the man's ministry. Oh. Learn to place value on what you have. The value you place on your pastor brings about the result you need. If you place value on the words of your pastor, there are, there are people I know, they don't joke with words that come out of my mouth. And I see results. 
Hallelujah. There is this lady, she has her beautiful restaurant. Let me give her some, um, some, some props, you know. <laughs> she has this beautiful restaurant, Berry, berry Pepper Pots. You see that lady? Hold on. Let me not say anything. The way she grabs it, I even feel it like my soul is coming out of my body. And it works for her instantly. Testimonies I've gotten from her. Sometimes I put my hand on my waist like this. I wonder. I ask her again. I say, are you sure? She says, yes, Bishop. Immediately I did it. This happened. That happened. Mm. But you know, there are people inside my pocket. They are around me. But they don't hold the words I say to heart. That's why they are not blessed. From my experience, I have come to discover that people that go too close to a pastor, it's not like it's bad. No, it's good. But no matter how close you are to him, don't let yourself become too familiar with the anointed immediately his word does not hold value in your life anymore he can't bless you immediately you can't look at him and honor him and he says something you hold it to heart and say oh lord don't. see that's why you have to pray the father let not the words of my pastor become so casual to me praise God and one of the touching testimony she gave like she she's there was a need she met and when she met that need the next day I think so somebody brought some thousands of dollars and come and give to her somebody that worked for her and it is unusual that somebody you have paid a contractor comes back with money thousands of money and said I'm coming to give you back refund unusual what am I saying? A father helps you to go further in life. A father carries a grace that empowers you for the next level and the next phase of your life. Some, some, some religious people with big religious hearts, they will always say, oh, you are... You, you, are, you are worshipping your pastor. Hello? That's not true. You are not worshipping your pastor. You are honoring and reverencing your pastor. The word reverend. Have you heard, have you heard reverend this, reverend that, right? You've heard those titles. That word reverend comes from the word reverence. So you are saying they should not reverence their pastor. Praise God. They should, not, they should not honor him. They should not reverend him. Uh, but yet you are calling people Reverend Paul. Reverend John. So what's that title? You know, sometimes when people don't know, what they don't know becomes a God to them. And yet they would not study the scriptures. And some people read the Bible with a biased mind. Like you want to prove that your brother is, is sinning. And you open the Bible. I just want to prove that you're a sinner. You, you will have proof to prove that the person is a sinner. 
that's reading the scriptures with a judgmental spirit that is not of god you don't study the scripture to accuse people of sin can't you see can't you see no for god is love and they that love it they are born of god and they know it god the bible says, he that loveth not knoweth not god for god is love first john chapter 4 praise god first john 4 7 and 8 he that knoweth not god cannot love for god himself is love If the love of God is enriched inside of you, you, you can't wake up in the morning and be angry. Because what you have is what you want to give. You want to give that love out. A father carries the ability to dispense love even in the face of offense. There is what... There is a big difference between a repeated offender and an offense. Paul said, after first and second warning, release that person to the devil. Praise God. Because they've already made up their hearts that they will never change. The grace you know, there was something I saw one day and it, it really got to me and I just wept for a few minutes. Tears ran down my eyes. You know the mystery, what it means for a pastor to stand in the gap for you. Come. You come. come. Very fast. Move, 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 come fast. Let's go. Watch this. Stand this way. You stand this way. Now, you see the both of them, very beautiful ladies. This is an attack coming to this lady. She's a member of a church. Does she believe in God? Yes. Is she connected to God? Yes. And this attack, you know, see the way she's dressed with a mafia suit. This attack is coming to her. But something is happening in the realm of the spirit. Pastor, being the spiritual father of this woman, is praying. And God reveals this dark figure coming to attack her. But she doesn't know. And pastor calls her and says, listen, you got to be up in your games. The devil has you on his radar. And when pastor tells her, you know, this is what many of us do. Oh, okay, thank you very much, pastor. That is it. It ends there. She doesn't pray. If she prays, maybe just for five minutes. Father, I rebuke every powers coming against me in the name of Jesus. Thank God I have Bishop Kevin. He prays a lot. He's praying for me. Now, she's gone her business. This attack is the attack of death. Death is coming. And 
pastor starts interceding intercession simply means it's called intersection 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 stand face her intersection the both of them are about to fight you see how big she is she's about pressing this little one <laughs> praise god now the pastor steps in she has already sent her arrows you know the bible call it fairy darts she's sending those things to her and because of her capability in the realm of the spirit she may not be able to handle it and maybe she prays but not that anointed enough to handle this heavy weapon coming and pastor throws himself in and starts interceding where do you think those arrows will hit first will she know Does pastor call you to tell you and say, hey, you know, last night when I started praying for you, hey, uh, I had so much arrows shot at me, and um, I just want to let you know. Does pastors do that? Do you know what the pastor is passing through? He will never come to tell you. So as she's boxing, bam, 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 every one of those attacks, every one of those boxing, every one of those punches, they are hitting at the pastor directly. And by the grace of God, he said, in the name of Jesus, the power of God, push this figure away. And pastor start giving thanks to God. That is what you call unseen battles that goes on that you don't know about and she goes her way the figure is gone everybody is relaxed not knowing what has happened go sit down and let me tell you something about demons you know we talked about demonology last month right how many of you were blessed praise god you had things one thing i want to tell you about demons is that demons don't give up they are very consistent and very 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 precise when they want to do a thing even when satan came against christ when he was fasting 40 days and 40 nights after the the temptation the bible say he departed from jesus for a while meaning he keeps coming back fathers are coverage over you that's why i understand something so well that every church you are you have like a spiritual emblem over you every church has a specific grace that works for them when i was about going into the ministry many years ago there was one covenant i entered with god and i said to the lord i said nothing around me that if i'm going to go into preach because I, so i'm telling you i'm not preaching for free i mean i entered into a memorandum of understanding with god i told god i said i will not preach the gospel with poverty i will not also bury anything around me untimely and I have seen those things work. 
God has kept his side. He's a covenant-keeping God. And that's how it is. Every ministry has grace that works for them and how it works. That's why you see this church just becoming like you are dying. Just keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. By the time you go through the first door, you come in and breathe in here two times. Life starts coming. You know why? Because there is a grace here that forbids untimely death. Praise God. So every ministry has a supernatural coverage. That if you understand the covenant your pastor operates with, when you face certain demonic or situations in your life, when you say, I invoke the covenant of my spiritual father, you know what happens? You are calling the covenant he has with God to speak for you. Have that understanding. And I will tell you something. When Elijah was about to be taken, you know the story, how Elisha stick close to him and continually, you know, following him and always wanting to make sure that he sets his eyes on him because he is in need of the double portion of the anointing. Finally, the Bible said, while they were walking, that there came a mighty rushing wind and a chariot of fire. And it separated the both of them. And suddenly, within a swift, Elijah was taken up in the chariot of fire. And the Bible said, Elisha saw it. And he screamed, my father, my father, and the chariots of Israel. Why did he call him my father? Every father you have, you must be able to prove a close walk and a close relationship. And immediately he called him my father, my father. The chariot of Israel and the horseman thereof. The Bible said the mantle, Elijah could not take the mantle. The mantle was forced to drop. And Elisha picked the mantle. Remember, when they were coming, they crossed Jordan, River Jordan. When he, he had to go back again to face River Jordan. The Bible said when he got to River Jordan, he saw how Elijah that has been taken up did it. The Bible says he wrapped the mantle and lifted it up. He said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? Hold on a second. Where was Elijah then? Talk to me. He has been cut off, right? He's gone. Why do you think that Elisha did not call where is the Lord God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Where is the Lord God of, 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 of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Don't be a spiritual bastard. You must have a link. Something must link you. Everybody is a link. He called the covenant of his spiritual father. I said, where is that man I served? And the Bible said, Jordan had it split open. 
Put your hands together for the Holy Spirit. Jordan had it and power open could not withstand the anointing. And those that saw them from afar, they said, hmm, Elisha has gotten the double portion of the anointing. Fathers are very interesting figures. Spiritual fathers are very interesting figures. Praise God. Spiritual fathers and sons is one of the most powerful truths in the Bible. It can be a source of great blessing if done properly. Are you hearing that? It can be a source of great blessings if done properly by the Spirit of God. You don't use spirit of arrogance to lead people. You don't use spirit of arrogance to submit under a man also. However, if done in the flesh, it can be one of the most damaging doctrines taught in the church. If done in the flesh. Hallelujah. I'll show you some biblical context. Praise God. The terms spiritual fathers and spiritual sons are granted in the scriptures. Paul referred to both Timothy and Titus as his spiritual sons. Let's see 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 2. What Paul did. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 2. Hallelujah. Let's see what Paul did. He said, everybody want to go? Read. Hold on. To who? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Did you see that? To Timothy, my dearly beloved son. You will see the intimacy between the both of them in this letter. is God. The book of Titus chapter 1 verse 12 verse 4. Titus 1 4. Titus 1 4. Everybody wants to go? Look at that. Whoa. Oh. You seen something? To Titus my own so, which means there are other people around him that does not belong to him as sons. My own son, after the common word, faith. It's a grace, mercy, and peace from God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. The same greetings to Timothy. The same greetings to Titus. You can't miss it. It's real. So when somebody tells you and say, oh, for you to call your pastor, my spiritual father, is wrong. Because the only father we have is father in heaven. That person is suffering from anathema doctrine. Praise God. They are having a coarse understanding of the, of the scriptures. 
they need to go to our Sunday school, children's Sunday school, so they teach them kindergarten level of understanding. Sometimes people go on internet and they say all sorts of things without having backup, scriptural backups. And they carry religion. Religion is not Christianity. I've told, told you that before. Religion is a spirit that is not of God. Religion is what tells you that you must not change from what you're doing. Religion tells you that as your great, 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 great grandfather has been doing it. He said, don't change from it. Remain that way. But the Bible said the steadfastness of the Lord are renewed every morning. Oh, praise the Lord here. Paul also spoke in the spiritual sense of having fathers in the faith. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 15. In the spiritual sense of it, of having fathers in the faith. Spiritual sense of it. 1 Corinthians 4.15. What did he say? Everybody want to go? Come on, come on. Talk to me. Everybody want to go? For though ye have 10,000 and, and uh, 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. It, it is not everybody that is qualified to be a father. You can't, you can't be a breakaway pastor from your church without having a, 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 you know, a consecration or blessing to release you. And you say you want to go and gather people. To lead them by the spirit of who? Somebody will say, oh, but he's a pastor. Hello. Being a pastor does not connote that you are capable to be a father over many souls. Do you know what it means to look after the souls of men? To watch over their soul? mentors are people that comes once in a while you know they just show around you they go they go they don't care they don't really really care if you make it if you survive it or not they don't even know you many a times but you know them because maybe their name is out there they are popular and maybe you've read their books yes it's okay but you got to distinguish who is a mentor and who is a father. When it boils down to making decisions and hearkening to instruction, the instructions of the father should be what stands supreme in your life. Because he watches over your soul. Some of you here, I mean, if I don't see you, you know, you sure know you're going to get a call from me straight up i don't want to know if you're sleeping get up ma'am i didn't see you at church on sunday walk one
I didn't see a church. What's happening? That's a father. Something is going wrong with you. I'm there. Praise God. There was a sister here in this church. She was sick during the pandemic and she was hospitalized. And even though I was told from the house that you can't get into the hospital, I jumped into my car and I was heading to Humber. At least let me go there and let them tell me you can't enter. I know, okay, Father, I know you will do it without me going there. But you know, there are iced coffee pastors, stomach enriched men, fat like cats. You know, you can't even reach them on phone. Who dare, how, who dare you to call them? When you call them, they'll ask you, Did you call my secretary? Why are you calling me? Hey, man, go there and do your work as a pastor. What do you mean? What are they calling you for? Aren't you a pastor? I thought you said God called you. The moment you accept the call as a pastor, you are no longer a private citizen. You are a public citizen. Meaning people can access you anytime they like. Some, some they have phones they use for members they don't listen to. They have special phones for some members that give them money. Uh-huh. So they have another kind of phones also for people they call special people to them. How would you handle the souls of men like that? Do you know how many folks in the church that have been hurt? You know, because you, you, some of us don't show care, it may lead us to hell. The Bible said that when some will come to Christ and say, oh, that we were always there, he will say to them, he said, I was sick, you never visited me. I was hungry, you didn't give me food. I was naked, you never clothed me. Say, get thee behind me. And they will ask, when did we see you sick and we didn't visit you? When did we see you hungry and we never gave you food? Jesus, explain yourself. When, when was it that you were naked ever in your life? And we saw you, we have money. And we never bought Versace for you and, you know, the, 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 the Tommy Hill fingers and the rest of them, those designers. Come on, Jesus. We will clothe you with everything. You know what he said to them? He would say to them, he said, as long as you never did it, did it to, this, to the, the least, you've never done it to the least of these ones. You've never done it to me. So the way you relate with people, you're relating with Christ. So it is also as a spiritual father or as a, as a pastor or as a leader in the church, as you relate with people, mind you, is Christ you are relating to. Praise God. Give me the amplifier of this scripture. Give me the amplifier. Let me show us something. 
and the amplified there it said for even if you were to have 10,000 teachers to guide you in Christ yet you would not have many fathers who led you to Christ and assumed look at that word responsibility for you for I became what your father in Christ Jesus through the good news of what salvation nothing qualifies any man to be your spiritual father except through what salvation and the good news talks about what the gospel of jesus christ so what are you receiving now the gospel of the gospel of consistently we are being fed day and night you get to our instagram you are having words every day coming in 365 days of the year it's not a joke we don't repeat anything we are we, the, in fact when you come to the, the, the dynamis palace you will be fed green food as a sheep you will eat healthy fresh food not microwave two minutes hallelujah let me show you a scripture philippines the philippines praise god philippians chapter 2 verse 19 to 22 philippians praise god god is good chapter 2 19 to 22 verse number 19 but i hope in the lord jesus to send who to send who to you soon so that i may also be encouraged by learning news about you praise god go ahead for i have no one else like him who is he talking about why will he be giving such kind of reference because he knows this guy he can vouch for him he knows timothy is close to him he said why for 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 um i have no one else like him who is so kindred as a spirit praise god who will be genuinely concerned for your spiritual welfare oh i love this you know people can fake that they care about you spiritually it's very hard the bible says for the heart of man it is is, is desperately wicked he said who can know it very deceitful some are saying we care for you but originally they want your money the money is the end game let me tell you how you will know a genuine father in the lord just one thing you ready just hold that scripture you want to know a genuine father in the lord somebody that even in the midst of you pumping him with money that could sway his judgment and in the midst of that he's correcting you over things he's telling you hey stop this this one you're doing is not good 
do the, you are giving him versace he said oh thank you so much god bless you he's putting it behind so yeah you have to fast for three days okay because there is no two ways around it you have to be a prayer believer you know there are some believers that believe that they have to pay their pastor to do their prayers for them it doesn't happen in this church uh-huh you have to pray your way out am i communicating because that's the only way you can grow because the day the devil will come and confront you i may not be there what would you do so how you would know is that the man is not after your pocket he's after your life he's after your soul he's after you making it and being a steady and a vibrant believer that when you open your mouth and utter words men will ask you of what church do you belong what church do you attain that's how you know if the present has the qualities to be a spiritual father over you verse number 21 verse 21 for the others who deserted me after my arrest you see oh my god <laughs> jesus there are people that will forsake their spiritual father because of challenges but their spiritual father never forsook them when they had challenges you know i was teaching somewhere i think was he here at church one of those days and i said something i said if the children of israel interceded on behalf of their spiritual father moses god may have changed his mind the ministry of intercession the intercessory ministry is so powerful if we come together and the bible says we touch anything in agreement he said it must be done moses disobeyed god because of this very children of israel too and god said to him he said you will only see the promised land but you will never get into it moses begged god the first time god said no begged him the second time god said no went to god again the third time god said to him concerning this matter never mention it again ha ah. were the children of israel not aware they were aware was aaron not aware was the rest of them not aware? every one of them were aware by then though the, the the man aaron had already gone to be with the lord so it was just joshua that was there if they had come together and said father keep our pastor we love him don't kill him god would have changed his mind because the ministry of intercession is you changing the judgment that has been given already hezekiah changed the judgment passed on him god said he would die hezekiah said no i will not die you know if your faith says yes god will not say no god told the prophet go and tell him he should put his house in order he would die of that sickness he 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 didn't bother himself with the messenger some of you will bother yourself with the messenger that are you god are you god to say i would die he didn't bother himself 
he left the prophet alone turned his face to the wall and reminded god of his service and god said no i can't do such a thing before before isaiah could leave the outer court god came back to isaiah and said go and tell him he's not he's not going to die anymore for i have added 15 more years to his age what a wonderful god if you're here say amen Amen. paul went on to say uh, uh, for the others who deserted me after my arrest all seek to advance their own interests not those of jesus christ the the church is always a mixed multitude paul was arrested and everybody wants to be the general overseer paul was arrested and everybody wants to lead the church paul was arrested and put in jail everybody wants to do their own thing praise god and when you look at this who was paul recommending timothy why because he's his spiritual son back home back home something happened back home when i was about leaving nigeria the lord told me personally that the person to take over the church was going to be pastor belief and i tell you as of then if you were in that congregation and you were told that pastor belief is not going to be your senior pastor you will have every cause to worry because pastor belief has not yet come up to the place of his prime yet just like joshua but god looked at his faithfulness and commitment not qualifications and told me present him to the whole church watch what happened when i presented him to the whole church and i let the church know that i will believe in your pastor is going to be pastor belief everybody started crying when they finished crying the concern came i said wait pastor you say who is going to be uh this? i said pastor belief of course they say no daddy no daddy no daddy no pastor no this this i said hey my friend god said you have to so i kept encouraging them something happened the day i was leaving nigeria with my family that evening that sunday morning rather because my flight was on sunday morning they held service i was not there in the service and they said in the course of their service the holy spirit came down and there was baptism of fire in the church the very sister that opened her mouth to say to me that pastor belief cannot lead this church very well was the same mouth god used to prophesy to the whole church that he has ordained my departure from nigeria and that will be that person that would not accept pastor belief as the as the pastor of the church case closed don't joke with god out of the same mouth that rejected was the same mouth that accepted god used that same mouth to speak to the whole church 
and when the lady got herself back they told her what she said she said it's impossible they say they say you are the one that prophesied it she said when did i do that the tape was played she heard it am i communicating with somebody and paul is saying for those who deserted me after my arrest all seek to advance their own interests not those of jesus christ praise god verse 22 but you somebody say you you know of timothy's tested what and his proven what character that he has served that he has served with me to advance the gospel like a son serving his what? Serving with his father. Who else again would have been possible to take over from Moses if not Joshua? The only young man that when everybody goes home, Moses is still in the temple. He will still be there with Moses. He will still be present there with Moses till Moses leaves. Who else? Praise God. Joshua was the person God said, Moses hand over to Joshua. Why? Because of that father and son relationship. Because it builds trust over the time. It builds confidence over the time. You build that confidence in the person. And the person also build that confidence in you as a father. There could be challenges along the line. Those are human errors. As long as the individual is ready to accept and be corrected. No problem. Everybody's growing. We are still in the process. May this dimension open your eyes greatly in the name of Jesus the function of a spiritual father the role of a spiritual father is to raise up a son or a daughter spiritually a father will nurture and protect a son stroke daughter the spiritual father will pour out knowledge you see, I tell people, I say, that when you get the best of me, is when maybe I'm driving with you. When I'm, some of you that have, you know, I, I will start telling you things that I, I will not even say in the open. I know some people will be saying, ah, pastor, but we that don't have the time and opportunity to walk with you and drive with you around, how are we going to manage? You manage. Praise God. But the fact remains, you could also extract from listening consistently to the message of that man the more you listen to the message the more the spirit from that man hits your spirit i tell you something that happened to me six seven years ago there was this pastor i was following dearly listening to him like crazy day and night was listening was listening drinking i went to I, I took money because I love materials. I took money. I bought his books, bought his tapes. Day and night, I'm just listening, drinking from him. You know what happened? 
when I sing, open my mouth to sing, I started sounding like him. I was singing in my bathroom. And my neighbors rushed into my house. I started calling, Pastor Kevin, Pastor Kevin. I came out, I said, what's the... I said, are you the only one here? I said, yes. I said, but we hear the voice of Chris Oyakinome. I said, in this my little house. And this pastor they're talking about is an international pastor. Big man of God. I said, of course, he can be here. Say you were singing and your voice was, was sounding expressly like him. We thought it was him or you were playing a tape. I said, no. Then I realized the power of drinking. Not when you come on Sunday, you listen to the message. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday, maybe you come for Bible study. Maybe not. Immediately you leave Bible study. You're gone. Indeed. You drive your car, you play another music, you play secular music, you dance, enjoy yourself. Sunday, you open your Bible. How would you grow? How would you have the spirit in the house? How would that grace enter you? One thing I've taught you guys, and I'm still saying it, when I sleep, when I want to really draw from the throne room even while I'm sleeping because your spirit don't sleep I take the headphone and put it and play the audio bible as he's playing the scriptures are entering my spirit even while I'm sleeping my body is sleeping but my spirit doesn't sleep and you are feeding yourself day and night why won't you grow Hallelujah. A father's primary goal is to take the sons through daughters successfully in knowing the Lord. Praise God. Introducing God day and night to them. Let them know God. I will be a failure as a pastor if after sitting under me for two years, you can't cast out one demon. Come on. I will feel like a failure. If after sitting down under me, you can't lay hands on the sick, you are afraid, I, I will feel like a failure. But you have the duty to open up and drink. I give God praise for some of us here, how we have really opened our spirit, man, to really grasp and understand and we are exercising that faith. We are flexing that muscle day and night. Spiritual fathers enjoy spending time with their sons stroke daughters, not out of obligation, but because they are truly family. Fathers who are controlling are not fit to be spiritual father. You hear that? Sometimes after service on Sunday, some of you are running home. I and few people will just stay back and enjoy ourselves in church. Is it those ones that stays? I'm not saying you stay after service every day. 
yeah but they are doing it because they enjoy the company of their spiritual father and a lady here told me in this church told me something she just said it with joy she said i enjoy when you tell of your experiences and stories those are what spiritual fathers those things are what they do they tell you things like my late grandfather only when i go to the country home visit the country home during christmas period those days that he will be telling me how he fought the wars those stories and because of this kind of information i love current affairs i could be here but i'm reading about another country i'm reading about the enslavement of the blacks i'm i'm, I'm gathering information I'm gathering how the Asians are brought down here to the Western world, how they have to build the Western world. I'm reading, I'm gathering information. And there is nothing as lovely when you hear from the physical character himself. And he tells you the challenges, he tells you how God helped him through. There are some things I may not say from the pulpit. But I could say if we are seated one on one. You know one thing about Jesus? Jesus tells the people parable and gather his disciples inside to interpret the parable to them. <laughs> oh my God. I love Jesus. Jam your hands together for the Lord. You know something? One of those days he came out and said except you eat my flesh and drink my blood you will not get into the kingdom the bible say almost half of his church left him that day <laughs> even, even his disciples almost left <laughs> praise god and they took him aside and said what have you done you've chased everybody away not until when he now opened up the mystery behind except you eat my flesh and drink my blood so when you build a relationship with a father you will not hear parables from him he will interpret all parables he has told the crowd to you and when you have that kind of information you are one step ahead of everybody Jacob got the blessing from his father. You know why? Because he stays close to the mother in the kitchen. Like a sissy. Praise God. Stays close to the mother. The mother is cooking, he's there. The mother is doing it. Why his brother is in the field being a man? Close relationship we build with fathers, mothers, gives us advantage ahead of our siblings because there are certain things your father may not tell everybody in the house but because you you are you that daughter is very close to him he will just one of those days he's just on the bed lying down you just come you put your head on his chest he said daddy i love you, you know i love you say yeah, i love you daughter but every other person they are busy trying to become mature you know trying to be but you are still playing the role of a child to a father that's why you must not 
think that you have grown to a stage where you can challenge your spiritual father you die premature the bible says, he that dishonored his father or cursed his father or his mother he said his lamp shall be put off and in the midst of you know playing with your father on the bed sleeping on his chest he will just give you one secret and he will tell you don't tell anyone those are the, that's the kind of way some children in the house got to know some assets their father have that they never disclosed to anyone that is what happens when we make ourselves place our our ears in the heartbeat of god god tells us secret things of the kingdom secrets of the kingdom eli was a father and samuel was a son and samuel played the role of a son until eli died don't try to be a father to your father because you give him something you know some of us our biological parents we are almost telling them instructing them because we give them once in a while little change oh mama you don't go there hey she gave birth to you keep quiet oh dad you you don't have to do that you don't instruct your parents so the challenge is there even in our in our in our in our families and also in the faith also as time goes on i will tell you what to do when you feel like your spiritual father is in the wrong i know many of us wants to hear that how to navigate because it's very important you know pastor you got to say that you know sometimes you know these spiritual fathers they just mm, mm, we'll get there one step to the other but first of all you have to understand your role what you got to do what you have to be doing they may be wrong but it's not for you to judge they are placed over you to watch over your soul god knew about the weakness of moses and funny enough he still chose him and you know his weakness right a stammerer is always an angry person so temperament was moses's problem that is just all even what they, they think that moses has done wrong they call it wrong god say it's not wrong god told moses tell the children of israel don't marry among the hiddens you're on a journey don't pick up strange wives the one that did it was killed moses went and picked up an ethiopian woman aaron and miriam decided to raise a dust about it when God came, God didn't even talk about what Moses was doing. So you, you see, the way God deals with us individually is different. 
if you have this understanding you will go your way and be stay in your lane as the jamaicans would put it stay in your lane let god deal with his people individually he said for when i called abraham i called him alone god does not call community of people god cannot call everybody in your family god will look at that family and call just you and when he calls you out just you he will deal with you as just you not based on your family orientation but based on his principles and orientation bow your heads